Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 37 of Turtle Recall. I am Jason Sohail, and joining with me as always is my ever so lovely and uh, totally not abducted by aliens wife, Anna. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about the episode Invasion of the Turtle Snatchers. <laughs> But before we get into that, how are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, before we start, since uh, like, Ninja Turtles have a, a sparkle of Japanese. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it has, has a sparkle of Japanese in there. <laughs> I just want to uh, tell people, there's a, there's something, um, I don't know what they call it, but it's a Japanese ice cream. Just, right. just go and try it. It's delicious. All right, yeah. So uh, recently, Anna and I, we've gone to the supermarket and we tried this uh, this ice cream. Because first, if you guys don't know, Anna loves ice cream. Like, <laughs> Anna, like, loves ice cream. If you ever, like, want her happy, like, just get her ice cream. Chocolate <laughs> is good. <laughs> like... <laughs> and, nuts and, are not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, she doesn't want nuts in the ice cream. And, all right. And it has to be ice cream. Don't don't give her sherbet. You give her uh you give her sherbet or sorbet. She will just like throw it at you. I mean, well, okay, knowing her, she will like upset. She's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then like she'll secretly give it to me and not tell you. <laughs> but like she likes you know, she wants like the frozen thing that has that contains milk. <laughs> but uh, so recently we found it's a cup. The I, I think the brand is called like My Mochi. Um. No, it basically, it's like Japanese, like mochi, and like you know, so uh, it's like basically like dough, and it has like has like flour in it, like for some reason. So like, uh, there, there's like flour on top, but like it's so there's there's flour, and then uh, underneath the flour is like this dough, like you know, like your bread, <laughs> and then inside it is ice cream. Oh my god, that's so delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh, I was like totally in love with it. And like we just like finished our uh, one of our flavors, and like she's already like, oh, we need to get more. Yes, this time I want to get green tea. Now yeah. we can go back to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if you guys are curious, uh, the two flavors we got we got cookies and cream and uh, banana chocolate. And I know banana chocolate so far is your favorite. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but but yeah. Next time we tr- we're gonna get green tea. Just said you guys, this we are not sponsored with any of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not sponsored by My Mochi <laughs> at all. But My Mochi, if you want to sponsor us, and if you want to like, you know, send us like free samples. Oh, we, we love it. We will love it. We will like totally do that for you guys. <laughs> all right, just 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 let us know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you know that that was some like ice cream news. You want to get into the like the Ninja Turtle news? Of course. All right, let's do this. So the first thing I want to get, I want to talk about. Uh, let's. We're gonna talk about NECA. Do you remember this? Yes. All right. So 
it was about a month ago. Um, we talked about how this was going to come to Walmart and it should be going in stores. Yes. Well, here's the thing, and I remember I made a tweet about this because I asked, I actually asked people like, "Hey, has anyone physically seen this? No one has physically seen this." And I, we've heard like silence from NECA. I mean, because like, the thing is like, the, the, NECA like posted, "Hey." Here's what here's what it looks like it's going to be in stores like this week when they posted that image, uh-huh. and at Walmart, and nothing was happening and like no one was no one was uh, posting that they found it no one no one has posted a physical picture yes. of this this is and the I only physical yes exactly this is the only picture we have is from like NECA's like press studio, and uh, so. Um, and actually I posted about it. People were like, no, we haven't seen it. Like, you know, uh, and NECA has finally chimed in about it. And, uh, basically what they said was, um, at Walmart, they encountered a delay, but it should be appearing in stores this month. Oh, we have another, uh, guest. Oh, what is going on, Jose Jr.? (laughs) (laughs) We're doing great. (laughs) But yeah, so... uh, So the Splinter and Shredder pack uh, should be coming sometime this month. Uh, They didn't really give out a date. Like, personally, I don't know if it's, like, in a warehouse and that, like, Walmart hasn't, like, put it out there. Uh, in Walmart's best interest, they're going to try, um, they probably will want to put it out before Christmas, but yeah, I mean, cause that's like when you have the sales, um, they're probably going to put it out like whenever they get it. Uh, uh, So they're still, uh, it's still not clear. It's still not clear. They just said this month and like, you know, we're already one week, uh, one more than one week into this month now. So (laughs) We'll find out, uh, but you know, if you guys, uh, all right, if you guys see this like uh, pack, this two pack, I want a picture of it. I just want to know if this is real. <laughs> I mean, like, cause this and the Triceratons, um, those like were released on the same time, and like it took forever for the Triceratons to come up, and I had to like, I didn't know if those if those were real either, and I really want to know if this is a real thing. <laughs> So if this thing is real, is it limited? Oh, I mean, well, it's like NECA limited, like you know. It, <laughs> I mean, I mean, is it is it limited? No. Um, but are you gonna be able to find it in stores when it gets no. released? No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Uh, oh, Joe's asking. Uh, Joe, Joe, send us a card. No, we oh, have not got a card, but we are totally looking forward to it. Oh wow, that's. That is awesome! Oh, you really did not have to do that. <laughs> All right, here's breaking news. Yes. Joe Schmidt sent us a, a Christmas card. Yes, he always like send the cutest card. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he does. He does. We actually have a video if someone wants to check it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We have a video of him uh, sending us a holiday card. Oh no, but no, we have not got it yet. But we cannot wait to get it. Now that's making us really happy right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, going back to going back to the. NECA uh, release uh, they should be appearing in Walmart and then of course like when it appears in Walmart I mean they're probably like you'll you'll see it for like two seconds and then it'll be gone I mean personally for the I Walmart know, I just don't know how people like 
when it comes to source time is gone like right how many ninja Turtles a fan are like uh exist right 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 exactly i mean I, I, and and i i've been saying this like okay the like the things like the uh, Tartaritons, uh, Granitor and, uh, Trag, and the Roadkill Rodneys, those, those guys should not be selling out. Like, I mean, and to an extent, Slash and Leatherhead. Slash and Leatherhead are at least, like, popular characters. But those other three, those are very minor characters. <laughs> and those are not things, like, those are not things that, like, people see for, like, $50 and be like, oh, man, I need this right now. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, we're just so curious. Where are these Ninja Turtle fans, like, coming from? And, like... <laughs> oh. Uh, but, but yeah. Uh, but they should be coming out there. And hopefully you guys see it. For the Walmart releases, the only one I ever saw was Casey Jones and Raphael, which... I'm blessed because that, that was the only one I wanted other than Super Shredder, but Super Shredder I got it from NECA directly. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean... Hey, Jose is asking if you get uh, Toka and Razar. Yes, oh, you know what? Uh, I'm glad you mentioned about uh, Toka and Razar. Uh, so um, if you guys pre-order Toka and Razar, it is shipping right now, and we got ours on Saturday, and it's still in in its box. Like, uh, I haven't had a chance to actually open it yet, but we did get our uh, Toka and uh, Razar. I can't wait to get the, uh, to open those figures up. Uh, but yeah, we did get uh, Toka and Razar. If you guys pre-order from NECA, you should be getting it. Uh, I know some people have been saying that they got it without, like, a... Uh, uh, a notification so i mean i personally uh, got an email from neca both neca and fedex saying hey you have a box coming in and in fact the box came in a day after fedex said i was going to get it uh -huh. which is weird because fedex literally the fedex of uh, uh uh hub is next to our house it's like five minutes away from the house <laughs> like i mean they don't have to like the, the literally the driver has to drive five minutes from the their warehouse to get to us when it gets to our distribution center. But, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's what it is. All right. Uh, so our last uh, our last bit of news is this. Going, going with movie. We're just sticking with movie uh, this week. Uh, so uh, TMTMovie90.com, they are releasing a... A screenplay, like so, it's like a screenplay reproduction, like a book, and of the original movie, and so it's going to be like the original screenplay has 121 pages of dialogue, so that's like 101 pages of them of the them talking. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, and then uh, then the, and there's a total of 367 pages, and. It is going to be signed by producer Kim Dawson, uh, Team and T writer uh, Bobby Herbick, and the executive producer Gary Popper. Uh, the only, I mean, the only caveat about this is, to be honest to me, is the price. It's like two hundred fifty dollars. Yes, it's it's too high. It, it is a very like high price, but for you guys who are huge fans of the original movie. Like this is probably one you don't want you don't want to miss. The link is in the description. So if you guys want to uh, check it out, and like, like I said, it's it's being signed uh, uh by those three. I mean, I 
to be honest, from I I don't know how else you would get it signed from these people, <laughs> like because it's not like these guys like appear in like so many conventions. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. So it's actually a, a really cool uh, collectible item. Uh, this is a limited edition. It's not going to be out there uh, for too long. So if you think it's a uh, if you think it's worth the price, then definitely pick it up. Uh, and uh, I mean I am. Uh, I am just going to say that I think the price is a little high. But as you see, both Joe and Jose are totally excited for it. And it is like 100% cool. Yes, it's worth a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a lot. I mean, you know, and to be honest, I don't know how else would you get... How else would you get like this other than like going into the actual set itself and 30 years ago? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Jose and Joe, for chiming in and giving us your input while we're doing the news live. That's so awesome. And if you guys don't know, we do the news live every Tuesday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. So if you ever want to join in and um, let us know what you guys think. Or, you know, if you guys have news that we missed, you know, you can tell us live so we can get into it. Yeah. Uh, as well, especially like you know, we did not have much to talk about this week, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a feeling we won't have much to talk about next week either. <laughs> uh, but let's let's get on into the episode. You ready? Yes. All right. So this week we are talking about season three, episode nineteen, Invasion of the Turtle Snatchers. This originally aired on. Uh, October 19th, 1989. Um, it was directed by Bill Wolf and written by uh, Francis Moss. Uh, this episode title is actually a play on the very famous movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's where that title, title came from. Oh. Yeah. Uh, honey, you want to give us a summary? I mean, I need help for this summary. Because at the end, uh, I was kind of like lost okay. uh, with this story, <laughs> even though every week I'm lost. <laughs> every week you're lost, but alright. <laughs> Go ahead and give that summary and I'll, I'll help out when you need it. Okay, so uh, in this episode, uh, uh, it's the anniversary of April mm -hmm. uh, for, his, for her job and she's worried about like losing her job. So Donatello goes to get their uh, pizza and then... Um, and then uh, he disappeared. And then um, Shredder also sent uh, Bebo and Rocksteady uh, for something, for a mission, I don't know, uh, which was not fishing. I don't know <laughs> what was actually, but, <laughs> but if I, probably I would go do fishing too because <laughs> I don't understand. Then, uh, uh, then they also, uh, Rocksteady also disappeared suddenly. And then... Um, Mm. And then they go to a place that is like, I don't know, it's nowhere. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they, they meet some alien and uh, they understand that the alien kid uh, uh, left his uh, toy on the earth and if it's, uh, and they made a building on top of it. So if it stay over there, the, the whole, um, because of the energy that it has, the whole, uh, planet will um, explode, and um, um, 
That's all I know about this video. That's pretty much all you... That's a great summary, actually. <laughs> that is a great summary. I mean, you know, uh, that that was perfect, Thank to be you. honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, something I wanted to bring up uh, that, like, I mean, it is something that we actually talked about while we're watching it, but this is what at Von Michael uh, 13 had to say about this episode. He said, I remember the animation in this episode was quite different than others. I have a feeling for some reason it was done at a different studio. Oh, wow. I, I have to be in contact with this guy. <laughs> he, he has a um, genius uh, uh, art something. <laughs> right, right. Because he's remembering like the animation because I had to pay attention and I noticed that it's different, but... This guy probably, I don't know what age he was that he noticed that. Right. No, like, the animation of this one was very different. Yes. If it, like... But I'm sure when you were a kid, you didn't notice it, did you? I'm trying to remember, like, I mean, to be honest, like, it didn't, it, it didn't, like, stick out in my head so much. And also, like, as a kid, like, you know, these things would air, like, like, you know, five days a week, so, like, this episode would air, and then there would be another episode, so I already forgot about this episode. Yes. And so, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, parts of me, like, because I remember, like, I remember, like, some episodes of, like, Ninja Turtles, like, move differently than others, and I remember, because uh, the other big show I really grew up with was Darkwing Duck, and some of those episodes also moved differently. And this one, like, definitely had, like, different kind of like movements and it it, yes. it, it, it it had to be done by a different uh studio there's no way that this was the same studio that did uh a, bun a bunch of these other episodes oh yes whatever studio it was it was like they exaggerated the movements like so bad right to me this looks so much like a uh don bluth like movie like where uh don bluth he was a he used to animate for disney he also did like uh some uh video games the most famous one he did was oh gosh i'm already uh not dragon age what is that uh dragon's lair <laughs> he, he did dragon's lair and it just had that movement of like just very exaggerated yes uh, 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 of their movement because I mean, this kind of movement is for animation that doesn't have a dialogue right but when because they had like very exaggerated body language, but when you have a dialogue, you don't need to do this much movement. Yes, I I definitely agree with you. This is like the a lot of their body movement was very expressive, and and as you said, since their dialogue, you didn't need you didn't really need it that much, but like they just it just really was like a lot in here. Even their the their walking the cycle the cycle of their walking was um, different. I remember there was a part that Donatello was walking so funny. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. There, there was, um, and like I, I just remember Rocksteady's running, like especially at the beginning, like he had this like very like Looney Tunes esque running yes, yes. kind of animation kind of thing uh and this is actually what old man winters actually had to say about this episode he said april's one year anniversary at channel six good thing she met the turtles so soon she would have never survived a few years without them <laughs> also the bird king exclusive vhs cover for this episode doubles as the perfect happy birthday image to share with fellow tmnt fans online even if it, even 
even if the single candle is a giveaway. So like you know, and then this is like what the uh, cover of the uh, the Bird King video cassette was. Oh really? Yeah, exactly. Which is like all right. So that I, I remember these Bird King video cassettes. Uh, I don't. We never really talked about these Bird King video cassettes. What is Burger okay? King? So I mean, you know what Burger King is, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, you had it several times. Yeah, <laughs> has your favorite sandwich is Impossible Whopper. <laughs> like, um. But that. Uh, so I don't know what's when Ninja Turtles was really popular. Burger King had it, where, and I believe it was five episodes, and like you could go and buy a video cassette of Ninja Turtles. Uh huh. Like, it, like you, you like go like the way it worked was. You went and bought like a meal, like you you'd have this you had to buy like a like parents basically like a, you know not not because they're not gonna I'm not saying like the kids need to do but their parents need to they need to buy like a meal like a Whopper meal or something like that mm-hmm. and then they can get like the video cassette for like four dollars if they choose not to buy the meal the video cassette would be like ten. But you have to you have to get the meal from the Burger King. Burger King, but the video. Right, 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 right. So Burger King was selling the videos inside the restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So and I mean, eventually Burger King also had Ninja Turtle Happy, uh, well, kids meals toys, Happy Meals and McDonald's. Don't confuse the two kids. <laughs> like, but they had a uh, they had the Burger King had kids meals, but this was separate. This was not again. This was not like oh, you got a kids meal and it came a video cassette. This was. You bought a you bought a meal and then you got you got a, a video cassette uh, like but you had to pay extra for it and the reason why they made it that you because basically their goal is to get people to go in to buy the food yes and uh, like you know because if if people came in just for the video cassette like you know like okay okay here you can buy it, buy it for the normal amount. Especially like kids, you know, kids are gonna be like, "Mommy, mommy, I want this Ninja Turtle cassette," yeah. and and especially like there's five of them, so they'd have to go at least like five times, <laughs> and so it just get the people, cause like you know when once like Burger King gets that repeat customer, then you're gonna have the person be like, and subconsciously he's like, "Oh, you know what? I, I kind of want, I I kind of want." Sound like me, like yeah, I'm uh, like. Uh, craving that sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm gonna tell. I am like the most notorious about it now because every time I go get gas at a gas station, I always have to go in. I I feel like I do this. I I I have to go in and get like a soda. I don't I don't know why. Now it's like unconscious for me now. Every time I'm like, oh, I, I get gas. I need to go get a soda. <laughs> like it, it's just a weird thing. So but that's what Burger King was trying to do. So next time, I, next time I stop you. I thought that every time you're thirsty, <laughs> this time I have to stop you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's just like my habit. Like, uh, like it's, uh. But but yeah, that that's so. And I, like I said, I believe Burger King made five, and each cassette, like a normal uh, natural VHS cassette, had like two episodes. The Burger King only had one episode. Uh-huh. Right, and exactly. But and that, uh, but you only could uh, get those episodes from the Burger King. You can only get them from from Burger King, and I don't believe these episodes ever got released on any other uh, VHS. I think they were. I think they were like Burger King exclusives <laughs> until kind, like DVDs came out. That's kind of fun. Right, right. I mean, it, it was just their way of getting uh, people 
into the restaurant. And some of these episodes actually came out before it actually aired on TV, too. <laughs> yeah. So, now, so every time we mention, like, the Burger King VHS, I, I mean, I think there's, like, maybe another few that are going to come up. That That's what we're talking about. Mm. But let's go ahead and start breaking down the episode. And the first thing I want to talk about is April's uh, first anniversary. And this, we're in season three. And you're, so you're telling me that April has only been doing the news. For one year. For one year, even though we've been watching the show for three years. Well, you and I, we've only been watching the show for less than a year. I mean, for you, for us, it makes sense. Yes. But just logically, you're telling me that this woman, who's like the top anchor at a news station, has only been at this news station for less than a year. I mean, her... She had to have come from another city or another uh, uh, thing because no one just gives a top anchor job to like, oh, oh, is this your first job? Okay, here you go. Here, uh, here, you get top anchor. We make you our top person. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, yeah, we get, it's April's, like, uh, anniversary, but it, it's just, I just found it odd that they chose, like, okay, this is, like, her first, first anniversary, especially, like, I mean, now, in the show, they never said, like, the other, like, between seasons have been years or anything also, like that. do people, like, celebrate their anniversary of their jobs? I um, don't. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I, only time I do, only time I do is, like, when my uh, job offers me something and they give me um, something cool, then I'll, like, oh, I don't, like, go and have a party for it. I just go and, like, accept the anniversary gift. Like, if you remember... Uh, my last job, uh, for my five year or no, it was my three year anniversary. I got a tool, a toolbox. Oh yeah. And then, and then the five year we got the picnic table. Yes. Yeah. Like that. I celebrate those when, when they give me stuff, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I don't, I don't celebrate like when I'm like, Oh, nothing happened. Yeah. No, nothing happens. I'm I, I don't I, I, I don't remember like in <laughs> like or anything like that. I mean uh, the company I'm in now uh, I haven't been there for a year but I'm curious if like when I get there for a year if like someone will send, even send me an email that says because that's what the last job did every time like I made it to my work anniversary I got like some email from HR oh congratulations thanks for thanks for staying with us for so many years and everything and like you know and of course the way it ended up was like hey. We don't. We ran out of work for you. You're you're gone now. <laughs> yeah, those those thank you uh, uh those thank you emails. They mean nothing to me now. But guess what? For anniversary of Total Recall, we make a big celebration. We will. We will totally make a big celebration for our anniversary of Total Recall. I promise you. If you guys want us to make, we will make a big deal about it. <laughs> All right. Um. They're here. They're they're celebrating, and then they're like, oh, you know what? What can make the celebration better? Pizza. Because I'm pretty sure that's what April wanted. Like, pizza for, like... Like, I mean... I don't think April care about pizza that much. No, I don't. I know April doesn't care about pizza that much. I mean, think about it. All right. Think about this. So, you know, the turtles eat pizza a lot. I mean, I eat pizza a lot. When it comes to, like, your birthday, 
You're not you, offering pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ask me like, oh, hey, honey, can you get me some pizza? I know for my birthday, I'm always wanting pizza. <laughs> but no, on your on your thing, you're like, no, I, I, the last you were the like, last thing I want is pizza. Yes, I want Indian food. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you want to make Anna happy, bring her Indian food. <laughs> she loves Indian food. Uh, but but yeah. Um, that's just, um. Yeah, th- th- that's just, like, weird and selfish of the turtles to be like, let's go get pizza for her anniversary. Because I'm pretty sure that's what, exactly what she wanted. Like, you know, they don't even bother to try to ask her what she actually wants for her own a- anniversary. And Donnie was like, okay. Uh, to be honest, I think drawing and eating pizza in the cartoon is the easiest. Prob- to be honest, you're probably right. I mean, especially for the, especially for those artists, like they've been drawing so many pizzas. Yes. Like, I mean, I'm sure like they can like do it in their sleeps now. Yes. Right. So Donnie's like, all right, I'll go get the pizza, and then we have Irma flirt. Ah oh, yes, that because when Donnie's uh, called Irma. Yeah. And Irma thought that, um, because Donnie, Donnie said, uh, hey, Irma, I need you. Right. And then Irma was like. Irma was all swooning and everything. <laughs> I'm like, look, Irma, really? Seriously? <laughs> what's wrong with you? Re- really? Exactly. What, what, what's wrong with you, Irma? Oh, it, it really was. It was just one of those moments of like, like, I mean, I, I understand. Ir- Irma's always been a big flirt, but like. She never showed any interest in the turtles before, and all of a sudden, like, I mean, I know that it was there to add to the character, but it was just a weird time. Yes, it was a weird joke. Yeah, it, yes, exactly. It, it, it was definitely a weird joke. And so, they, they just want to repeat some stuff. For right, example, right, right. They, they want to make sure, especially, like, this was really her only scene. Uh, they just want to kind of, like, assure the kids, like, oh, hey... This is this is man can't can't man. This is man crazy Irma over here. She, she hasn't changed. Just to let you know, she likes to flirt with men and she likes to um, she she likes people to notice her. <laughs> so then we cut to the next scene. And we get into with uh like you know Sh- uh, Shredder and Krang, and then later we see uh, uh later we see like a. Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they go into Earth, and they go into this abandoned glue factory. Oh, yes, the glue factory. I, I also wrote the glue factory. Right. I, I just wanted to write about this building, about the glue factory. Because it was a building, and it just said glue. <laughs> like... <laughs> what? Glue, exactly. I mean, that that is like, that was like the most absurd thing... <laughs> Yes, and what was those microphone kind of thing inside the glue factory? The mic. Uh, I I didn't pay attention to my. I didn't actually. I, I have to look at it again. I have to. I, I didn't know. I didn't see like uh, what microphone kind of things you're talking about. Okay, I'll show you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was two things that looked like make off um megaphone and uh, that Shredder was standing between them. Uh, he was. I, I I have to see that. I I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but that's, uh, but yeah, they're they're, they're located there, uh, mainly because, uh, they found like they found like the the power source or a radiation level. That's what it was. Oh. They found like a radiation level, uh, and that it was in the 
Vision Center. And so at this point, like... Uh, so the glue factory, it was about, like, they were making glue? Well, I mean, that factor is there to make glue. It was just that they were just there to hide out in there, to yes. be in Earth. But yeah, the, the, it, it was just a... It was just a factory to make glue. Mm. And, like, I mean, that, that, that that's all it was. It's just, like, they just chose a random... Like, I mean, you know, whenever they go to Earth, they choose, like, some random places to go. And it's always, like, abandoned and that kind of stuff. This one, they just chose a glue factory. Which, at the outside, says glue. Which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> but, but, yeah, at this point, like, a shredder... Like, he tells Roxanne Vieva, like, okay, I need you to go and find, um, and, and find the fission. And he kept saying this. Find the what? Uh, fission. Uh, what is fission? Especially the act, it's, especially the act of, like, things, like, separating. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, he, they're, they're trying to find, like, where... Where, like, the Earth was kind of, like, breaking apart. Uh-huh, uh-huh, the crack. Right, exactly. And well, Shredder was saying this, and they heard fishing. <laughs> and I'm going to agree with Roxanne Bioff here, because he's, like, Shredder said it at least, like, three different times, and it sounded like fishing to me. <laughs> and, like, because I was confused, I was like... I was like, what? It, it wasn't until Crane said it, I was like, oh. <laughs> and that's like, a tour, that was towards the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, so you, you're also Bebo Van Rexted. Yeah, I was also Bebo. I'm not alone. No, 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 no. I was not alone. No, no. Shredder sounded like he said fishing. I mean, and like, even, even when he was saying, no, I said fishing, not Fishing, like, like it, it really was like you just you just said the same word twice. But I think you're right. I think they're like I think they're like coaching him to say it like that, so it's so close. Yes. Um, and like, and I, I think that's what like happened there it is because it really sounds like it's saying fishing. Uh, but so we see Roxanne Bebop. They're fishing. Because that's what they thought. That that's what they thought. Shredder said. Yes. And then all of a sudden we see blue lights <laughs> and grabbing Roxanne like those classic like alien abduction movies, where like gra- grabbing Rocksteady, and uh, you know this episode brings something that really hardly we see, and that is Roxanne Bebop not together. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. and like because. Once Roxanne gets uh, abducted, we, I mean, it, not until the end they get together again, and they are pretty much like separate. Now, here's the funny thing: is even though they're separate, we still don't really have. They don't really give them defining characters to se- separate them, because it really feels like just one half went there and the other half is like there. Yes, they also the way that I think they edit it, they uh, they make sure that they give us like both from time to time. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah, it doesn't like like you would think like once they got separated, we'd like oh we're gonna see some more characteristics 
like uh, from them like separate, but we don't really get that. We yes, it's it looks like they're the same. It still looks like they're 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 the same. They're just one one's at one location, the other one's at another location. That's like you know. So again, like Roxanne and Bebop, fantastic characters. They're just they're like, but they're always like a pair, and like they don't really have individual characteristics between like you know other than their physicalness. They're, um, they, they really don't have any, uh, like, uh, defining characteristics of themselves. You're right. It's funny because I never pay attention to it, but the, the, you're, you're right. They look so much alike. Right, right, exactly. Well, they act so much alike. They don't look like. But... Yes. I mean, like. Right, right. No, no, I, I know what you mean. So. Even the, um, uh, Bebop said, uh, my fishing partner. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. That was cute. No, that, that was cute. No, I actually I like that. So then we have the next scene, where we see Donatello and Irma, and they're getting uh, the pizza. And did this like background look familiar to you? The background. Yeah, um... like like where they're at in on the street, because we've seen this street before. Wasn't it the the same street that? They, they went uh, to get pizza or... Yeah, yeah, they went to get pizza. They went to go see the movie. Oh, uh-huh, yes. It's that one. In the movie theater, still had uh, Kung Fu something cheer- chainsaw cheerleaders. Oh, it was the same movie? It, it was the same movie. Like, okay, they didn't change the letters on the on the thing. They didn't have the full uh, title on there, so I couldn't... I couldn't remember what the actual like title was. I just wrote, I just quickly wrote what I saw. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I use the same background. One hundred percent the same, same background, same layout. You know, I mean, it, to be honest, like, it. To be honest, it makes sense. I mean, because like you know, if the turtles like found their pizza joint, they should probably still be going to that same pizza place. Yeah, uh, I wish they. Like they changed the movie. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Put yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they changed the movie title. Like, I mean, uh, unfortunately, the movie title is part of the background. <laughs> but like, it would have been cool if the, they had like a different movie title or something like that. But I thought it was cool. I was like, hey, hey, we we went and saw like a familiar like a uh, uh, background. Like, cause like you know, I mean, we seen the Technodrome death. We seen the 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 layer uh, to death. It's just that like, but everything else in the Channel Six. But we don't see, like, some of the things that you would think would be more common enough. And so it was co- just cool, because, like, I think this is the third time we've seen that street. <laughs> no, I kind of want to see it again. You're right, exactly. But, yeah, and and then, of course, uh, Donnie gets taken now. But I will say, so after Donnie gets abducted, uh-huh. uh, you know, and we see Irma, she runs, like, back into sewer to tell... The other turtles. Yes. And the one thing I wrote is all the decorations are gone. From the kitchen? Yeah, from the kitchen. <laughs> like, because, you know, Donnie and Irma went to go get pizza to celebrate April's, like, anniversary. And, like, it was supposed to continue this celebration yes. of her one year at, at Channel 6. And... She gets in there. It's like okay, party's over. It's almost like they're like, all right, we're 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 done. He he took too long. We're we're done celebrating. <laughs> but 
But do you, do you agree that their uh, kitchen is like very home? Yeah. Like it's it looks so like warm and like. Yes, yes, I agree. No, no, no. They 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 have a very like home style kitchen that like. Yes, I love the kitchen. Right. So, so yeah. Uh, by this point, oh, this is where we see. Donatello and Rocksteady, and I just want to note, like, uh, parts of me, I'm wondering if they chose Rocksteady, because if you know, Bebop is voiced by Donatello's voice actor, like, it would have been interesting if it was, like, Donatello and Bebop, and, like, just the same voice talking to each other, <laughs> but I have a feeling they chose uh, Rocksteady, I, I have a feeling they wanted to make sure it was, like, like, Donatello and Rocksteady, and, like, not, like, like, uh, I, I want, like, they want, they want to make sure, like, it was, like, two different voice actors, uh, yeah. communicating with each other like because they because if it was leo up there it probably would have been view up uh-huh. like like ju- just they, they just don't want the same voice actor together uh-huh. um it's just just to add that dynamic but we see them we're in there in this like in this weird kind of um like i don't know like dungeon underground yes kind of area yeah 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 like and then it kind of looks like that the hall to hell. Right, exactly. No, 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 no. Um, you're you're exactly right. I mean, you know, they're they're fighting against each other because you know they're, you know, they're they're enemies, and then they finally have they then there's just like this strange creature that's going after them, and the one thing I almost wrote down because there's one point where they run, and they run through the creature, and I was like. I was like, wait, was that a mistake? But then I noticed that there was like a red kind of glow uh-huh. into it. I was like, oh, okay, no, no, the the animators purposely did that. It was a small little touch. Yeah. It, it, and like, it, it was a good little touch, to be honest. It was like, it's one of those that I tell the kids, hey, this isn't real, but not pointing it out. Uh-huh. So what was that creature? Uh, it was just some hologram of a creature, like, you know... Oh, it was a hologram? Yeah, yeah, because if, if you remember... Okay, so what happens is that... Um, alright. Uh, before we get to the reveal of the hologram, um, like, because Don, Donatello, uh, tells Rocksteady to, like, insult it so it would, like, run off the cliff. Uh-huh. And Rocksteady says... Uh, Rocksteady has this line that I totally wrote down because I thought it was hilarious. He goes and shouts... Your mother wears high-heeled shoes. <laughs> and, like, because that's what Rocksteady thinks is an insult. And, like, it's just funny to me because, because like, uh, normally people would say, like, oh, your mother wears combat boots because it's, like, combat boots is, like, more of, like, a manly kind of thing. Oh, While, well, like, you know, like, uh, like, like, women, like, you know, uh, women has, like, more of the high-heeled shoes to uh, make themselves look pretty and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But, I never heard any of these. Yeah, I mean that's because you're uh, you didn't I grow. Know, up. Yes, I didn't grow up in this culture. Okay. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, I mean the thing I, I like that Roxanne said that is because you know Roxanne wears combat boots and like in parts of me I want to th- I want to say like Roxanne's uh, mom probably she probably was also probably in the army too. I mean because like you know I mean Roxanne had to be an army person or at least like want to be an army person. <laughs> Oh, I mean, because he also has, like, that, the army kind of gear on. Every Rock City has, like, the, more the army, like, kind of gear. Like, the combat kind of gear. Yes. Right. 
But I, I just thought that was just a funny line. That was cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the monster runs and chases off and falls off. Uh, and th- But we, then we realized the whole area was just all an illusion that the alien child uh, created and that there that Roxane, Rocksteady and Donnie, I keep wanting to call Donnie Bebop, <laughs> uh, but Ro- both Rocksteady and Donatello, they are inside an alien spaceship and the alien race is called the Alturians. Uh-huh. And and the, the child is actually what picked them up because the child just picked those two up because he wanted to play with some mutants. So, uh, some stuff, like, first, um, in this episode, if you notice, like, Donatello is pairing with other characters that right. he's uh, normally... No, normally doesn't, yeah, because, like, first it was Irma, and then and then it gets to Rocksteady, and then, like, you know, later on we see him with uh, the aliens. Yes. And then the other thing is that, uh, did you... Did you also feel like uh, the alien kid uh, looked like uh, that um, um, bad guy uh, in the troll? Oh, the the other like the king. Uh, the, the king one, the one, the ones that want to eat eat the trolls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, to be honest, probably. I mean, obviously, they couldn't have got that from them. I, I doubt I know, trolls but, got that from them either. But they look so much alike to me. It, it, uh, it, it is obviously these aliens. They all have six arms. Um. Uh. But but yeah. Uh. It could be. I mean, in um. I don't know. Maybe someone's like subconscious when they're drawing, uh. The those characteristics of of uh, of trolls. Maybe they grew up with Ninja Turtles and just subconsciously put. <sighs> Uh, this design in, uh, I mean, personally, I don't see it, but I maybe saw that movie like maybe once or twice. Oh, no, it's kind of close. It's kind of, no, 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 no. The, the female one, yes, yes. The, the female one looks a lot like, uh, the, the, uh, the, the big, child. Yeah. So like, like I said, it could be something like the, 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 the character designers of Trolls, maybe the character designer of Trolls, like, had this, uh, had this like design subconscious because it does look a lot alike. Yes. One hundred percent, it looks a lot alike. So, and it could be like they maybe subconsciously because I'm pretty sure they weren't like, hey, remember this one episode of Ninja Turtles where they had these um <laughs> aliens? Oh, uh, you know what? That's what we should make um these characters and trolls to be. The, <laughs> like I'm sure that's what their goal. Like I'm sure. But it could have been like they had it like subconsciously in there. Yes. And that's very true. Uh, now I do want to talk about the aliens' names. They were the baby was Nikto, the father was Klaatu, and the mother is Barada. I know those names mean nothing to you. No. No, but those names are very. Uh, they're very common in like. The alien world. Every time there's aliens. So in 1951, I believe there's a movie that was uh, that was called "The Day the Earth Stood Still," and those names were used in that movie. And then from there, like every time there's some sort of like alien thing, um, or there's so many references to that movie with these three names. 
Uh-huh. Like Star Wars has three characters with these names. Oh uh, yes, yes. They're in Return of the Jedi, I believe. They have action figures of them. Uh, there's a movie called Army of Darkness, and that was the 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 phrase he had to say. Uh-huh. Uh I mean, and it's just so many. Like, like every time, like every time, like I hear, every time I hear one of these. Uh, names like I, I hear Klaatu or Barada or Nikto. I'm like, okay, the other two are coming, and it's a reference to this movie. Mm-hmm. And that that's what that, that it's a very like it's very common like to hear these three names together. You're like it's almost like when you hear one, you're not you're going to hear the other two. <laughs> and like so once once the father came in and he said Nikto, like I didn't even need to hear the other two names. I, I wrote Nikto, Klaatu, and Barada. Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. And I, uh, because like, what, and then especially he was like, oh, I'm Claudu. I'm like, okay, the wife is Barada. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then that's exactly what it was. Uh, it's, like I said, these, uh, that's where, that's where the reference comes from. It comes from that movie. Now, me personally, I've never seen this movie, but I know the reference because like everybody references it. <laughs> and, uh, now, personally, the first time. I heard it was actually Star Wars, and I don't think these characters were named on screen with these names, but they had action. These characters had action figures with these names, and I used to work at an action figure company, and so when I went and that specialized in Star Wars figures, so like that's how I I came across these. So for the longest time, I thought that every time I heard these names, I thought it was a reference to Star Wars. But uh, so, but someone had to correct me later on, and like, no, it's not a reference to Star Wars. It's like the the reference goes old, older than that, uh-huh. right? And but yeah, like that. That's with them. Uh, we find out like this alien race. It's funny because like this alien race, they don't like violence. And then later, and later in the episode, we see that they have weapons. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that when we get to it. But like, uh, you, you know, they, yes, they, they stop. Yeah, they were like very family friendly. Yeah, yeah, they're very family friendly. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they captured uh, Roxanne and uh, Donatello, and they just kind of like, oh no, 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 please don't fight anymore. <laughs> and like, they're they, so they, at one point, like they actually did stop fighting, and and like, uh, and we find out like these aliens, they they went back to they're going back to Earth because. Nikto left his toy in Earth while they were vacationing there, and they wanted to make sure they got it back. <laughs> we'll get back to that toy. One thing I want to note. So at one point, we have a shot of Dantel's face, uh-huh. and he has, like, the weirdest eyebrows. Don't... Uh, yeah, Donatello. I can't explain it. And, like, the only way I can explain it is I think... Oh, what, it was, the, like, very thick uh, eyebrows, Yeah, it? yeah, it was, like, very thick. And I think what happened was they wanted... They, it was meant to be his mask, but they they didn't paint that part, that upper part purple. They painted it green instead. And it just made him look really weird. I, I remember there was some scenes that uh, the face of the turtles, like, uh, was being so exaggerated, like, different. But I right, 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 right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, there's a shot of Donatello where, like, it wasn't even exaggerated. It was just 
it was a very different, uh, and I'll, I'll show you the picture of it, and I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll put it on Twitter, but, like, it's a very different kind of thing, and, like, like I said, I think what happened was... This is wrong turtle eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, wrong turtle eyebrows, exactly. <laughs> wrong turtle eyebrows! But, I think, I just think, uh, I just think they just, they meant to paint it, uh, the part of the mask... And they put it green instead, and so it just came out really weird looking. But I love it because I get to have this wrong there, so eyebrows. That's I, right. I love when you. When when I change it up. Yes. <laughs> All right. So at this point, like you know, Rock Rock said he finds out about the aliens. He finds out about the um, about the toy, and so. Actually, no. Do you see, like, Alien, even they, even, they also had TV. Oh, the aliens also had TV? Yes. Oh, like, uh, uh, did they have a TV or did they have monitors? Were they watching TV? Oh, no, I mean, they had a screen. Yeah, 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 I, I saw they had the screen, yeah, because they're showing that about the Earth and everything. Yes, so what was the, they probably, like, watched TV when, when, <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> because we have Rock City. He's, he's calling, uh, he's calling a Shredder, telling him about like, telling Shredder where he's at and everything, and like the, um, and, and everything about the the aliens, and Shredder's also like you know talking to, uh, Krang, uh, also because like you know he's at he's at the fishing place where Rock City was taken and everything. During all these uh, villain communicator like scenes, uh-huh. we hear the calm like sound, like a lot, like and I believe Shredder's first talking to Krang, and it really was every time they said something, we heard we had, we just heard that communicator sound, and then like someone would like finish the sentence and that communicator sound, like just like in the, the span of like three minutes, we heard that communicator sound at least like <sighs> twenty times. You mean the sound effect? Yeah, the sound effect. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Did you notice? I don't think so. You? Oh, I'll I'll show you that. But like that sound effect just kept going on and off. And like. I mean, I believe you because I know how like you. But uh, I'm just disappointed of myself, like how much I don't pay attention to sound. <laughs> then, so also I want to talk about Shredder talking to Krang because. Shredder's talking to Krang on the communicator. Yes. And and then like then Krang is like, okay, uh, I'm gonna sit. He's signing out, and like you know we see like the screen go all fuzzy, and then uh, Krang disappears. Yes. His bubble walker was still there. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes, and like all right, I, I, like okay, that was like really weird. I think this is what I think because of like the way they animate Krang. I think the bubble walker. It's separate. It's separate. I think the bubble walker was a background because the bubble walker didn't move. Yes. But Crane, but Crane's face and his arms moved. Yes, yes, yes. And so, like, like when they like, okay, we're gonna take Crane off this. Then, like, instead of like putting a different background, they just like just left the background, and like, uh, and like put the background with the bubble walker. Yes, because I actually wanted to ask you, like, what happened over there, like. Um, because suddenly we saw that Krang is disappeared, but Bubble Walker... Bubble Walker is still there? Yes. Yeah, that's what I think what happened. 
But it was a, it was one of the like uh, episode that we uh, we got to see the bubble walker like a good view of the bubble. Walker. We got to see a good view of the bubble walker, and then towards the end, Krang was actually, and I think actually it was at the very end. Actually, now I think about it, uh, we see. Uh, no, 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 no. He 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 had it with uh, Bebop, um, but we see Krang in the android body for some reason. And, like, but, like, with this this style of animation, like, we saw, like, the android body get really animated. Yes. Like, I mean, because, like, I remember he was, like, pointing at Bebop, and, like, even though, like, the, the android body had, like, emotion <laughs> uh, with it, too, which the android body shouldn't. Uh, all right. Um, you know, I didn't exactly write this down. We might have passed this part, but, and I meant to write this down. I... I want to talk about Channel 6. I want to talk about... Because it's all... As a kid, it's always, like, bothered me with, like, Vernon. Like, because, like... Um, April, she goes to Channel 6, and, like, she's... If she doesn't get a story, she's gonna, like, uh, burn... Burn Thompson is threatening to... That she'll lose her job. Yes. And, like, and like Vernon's like, Oh, I'm gonna have her office. And... And like in burn and Vernon is already like ready to take over her job. Yes. Don't like I feel like Vernon and April have two different jobs. And I don't know what I I I really don't know what Vernon's like end goal for his job is supposed he does he want to be anchor? Like because I thought because like they don't really make what his position clear. But like it's always been like he's to me. I always thought he was like more of a producer kind of guy, cause he kind of like runs the thing. You know, you know, and because he he tells April what to do sometimes. I think he, I think April probably April just have a higher salary and uh, Renan is jealous. Maybe you could be right. To be honest, you could be one hundred percent right about that. But it's just like. Just like, but like Vernon's like almost like all happy like April's about to lose her job and he's like ready to take over and I'm just like I don't know it's ah uh, like uh, this show never makes clear what <laughs> Vernon is because some some episodes we see Vernon on the camera some episodes we oh uh, some episodes like uh we see him reporting some episodes we see him just like oh uh, with like a headset and uh and like directing people what to do. And like you know, it's just I don't I don't, I think the show never made clear what is his job. What is his actual job? Yes, the only thing that I make clear is that he's jealous of. Yes, yes, yes. That's the only thing is clear is that he's jealous of April. Yeah. Um. And I I just wanna I just wanna get into that before. But I get in this in this part they also like exaggerated so much in. Gesture of uh, Vernon and uh, especially like April Vernon right. putting his feet on top uh, of the on her, desk. Uh, on her desk, yeah. And April, she was like talking with all her body. It's like right, right. Especially it gets to the part where uh, she's begging uh, Burn to like so she can keep her job. And like I mean, yeah, and she does this, this whole thing. It's like I'm gonna go and make sure I keep my job. Like you're being all tough in front of Irma, and then like she, and then we get to the next scene where she's back to practically like I mean, like not literally, but like practically on her knees, begging for her job, like her to keep her job, and like she has like. 
the most expressive body movements. Yeah, I didn't like it because yeah. it, it wasn't realistic. It's like you're watching a theater, you're in a theater. Right, yeah. The only thing that bothered me was they played that, they played that like that Irma love kind of theme uh-huh. in the background. And like, so when we, or like, and it's not really Irma, we've heard it from like other people, but it's, it was that like that, that music that they usually play for like when, when someone's in love. Uh-huh. And like they showed like that with Irma and and Vern, and I was like, it, that gave the wrong kind of message with that music. Uh-huh. And like I was like, because of the you way mean she, April and... yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, a- a- April and Vern. And like because when she's first talking, it's almost like is she trying to flirt with him because because of the music, not because of the not because of the uh, the lines, but because of the music. At first, I was like, is she trying to flirt with him? And then I realized, oh, okay, they just they chose a bad background music. Mm-hmm. They chose because like, and the the reason why is because they use this background music whenever someone's in love with, and like most of the time it's Irma, but every time someone's in love, they play this background music, and then they chose this background music for her to. For April to like ask Burn to so she can keep her job. Oh my God! You have to be a musician. <laughs> not a no. I'm not a musician. <laughs> I'm just saying. You have what... to be a sound designer. Um. So I think it was the first time that uh, Splinter's uh, communicator had the um, video call. Oh, I, I mean, it should have the video call. But but yeah, this is like when Donatello he calls the turtles, right? Yes, but this was the first time we saw from a Splinter communicator. Right. I mean, Splinter's communicator is like the other communicators. I mean, it, it, they all should have video. It's probably the first time we've seen Splinter with the with the video on there. Mm-hmm. But everyone should have the, had the video. But before they didn't. Before they didn't. Not. I don't know. I don't. I never saw it. I mean, it should have, but you know, it, they could have like not done it before. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I mean, because well, like, a cool thing that I reveal you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You make it look not. I'm not important here. No, no, you are important here. But no, no, I want to talk about Dantel in the video call because. I'm talk about it. No, 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 because did you notice like his face, like his it was almost coming out of the. Yeah, like, like it was like okay, it was weird because he was first talking and like it, it's almost like. Because the communicator is getting, the screen is getting larger and smaller, but they didn't, like, change the, the Dantel's face with it. Like, because, like, there was, like, points where, like, all you just had was, like, his eyes on the screen. I just felt that moment, like, when my sister called me. <laughs> <laughs> that was what... That, that's what, when, when your sister calls you and, like, <laughs> her face is, like, all over the screen? Whenever she's, like... So much a stylist and like ready, she called me and she always called like video call. Right, exactly, yes. And Your I'm sister all, only calls video call. I'm all miss and everything. <gasps> no, uh, I mean, the moment that she called on Right. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to note <laughs> is uh, before, like, and I think this happens before he calls uh, the turtles and Splinter, uh, we see the we see the back of Donatello. And Dantel had nunchucks. Really? Yeah. And which is funny because at no point in this episode we see we see Michelangelo's nunchucks or we like we don't see Michelangelo wheeling nunchucks or even his back with nunchucks. They made like 
they drew a they drew a scene with Donatello with nunchucks on his belt, but we don't even see Michelangelo with nunchucks on his belt throughout this episode. That's cool. Yeah, like it, it was. So you don't think you have to play music for us now? Uh, I, I don't have I don't have music for wrong turtle weapons. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you just you just want me to play you just want me to keep playing music for anything that's wrong. <laughs> that's it is that I'm sitting here. <laughs> you you're just waiting for that music cue, right? Yeah. You're just like where, where, where's that music cue coming? <laughs> so we find out so a few things are also are wrote down. Um because the turtles go by the 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 glue building and they're like, oh this is the Acme Glue Works building. It, but like, uh, like, like they say that they say the full name of the of the building, which is a, of the company, is Acme Glue Works. Uh-huh. But the freaking building just says glue on it. Yes, it was because like, because like Donatello's like, oh, you guys need to go to the glue factory, and they're like, and like they were like, oh, okay, okay, which one? And which is funny because I'm pretty sure they just went alphabetical, <laughs> and um, and because like the first one is Acme, and so. They, uh, and they're like, oh, it has to be this one. I, I just really wanted to be like, if I was there, I just really wanted to tell them, like, go to the one that says glue outside really big. <laughs> what other company, what other glue factories is going to have that big glue-like <laughs> word outside your building? So so something I, wanted, something I wrote down just for you about the turtle van. Just well, let me, let me think. Oh, Raphael was driving? Raphael was driving. Really? Yes. Oh my god, I missed it. Yes, Raphael was driving the turtle van. Oh, wow. How on earth I missed it. I don't know, but he was 100% driving the turtle van. So all four turtles, Raphael has his driver's license. <laughs> we have to celebrate. Yeah, and also at this point, um, when they drove... There was a weird launcher that like launched the turtle van, and I'm like, well, I don't know why. I don't I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know what, why this. They had like some cartoon launcher to to launch the turtle van out. Like, I mean, you know, it's a it's a van that has gas. They had to press a <laughs> gas pedal. I think uh, because it was Raphael. Because it's Raphael, maybe he doesn't know how to start the car. I think it's, it was his first time. <laughs> You could be right because it's Ra- I mean, first time Raphael driving. <laughs> you you might be right about that. Uh, so at this point, uh, Shredder and Splinter they get ab- abducted uh, by by the aliens. And something I note um, when when Splinter like uh, he goes and he finds uh, Donatello. Uh, with the aliens in his show, and like he's introducing the aliens to pizza because it's Ninja Turtles. We have to have pizza, pizza has to be like everywhere. And I, I thought this was a cute scene because we see like we see like you know, uh, all the, the three aliens they're eating there with the pizza, and we also see Rocksteady over there eating pizza. It's almost like, yeah, it's almost like like Rocksteady and Donatello just like all of a sudden like became friends like off screen. <laughs> and like it's a friendship we'll never see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's what I, I wanted to ask you. Imagine like uh, you are you're suddenly in a place that looks like nowhere. Yeah. Like in a place that there's no one. Do you prefer to be alone or do you prefer to be with that neighbor or that 
friend, not friend, that, like, I don't know, um, kid in school that always drives you crazy? I think... <laughs> someone that really drives you crazy. Someone that really, oh my god, you know what? I think I'd rather be alone. <laughs> now I think about it. Like, I want to... I mean, I mean, the, I mean sensible, it, the sensible thing to say is, like, I want to be with that person that drives me crazy because... I mean, it's uh, temporary because, yeah. you know, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, you're waiting for me. But uh, but no, like I I mean, sensible. I want to say someone who drives me crazy because like you know, I was like I want to know who they are and like and become friends with them. But in reality, that person will drive me nuts, and I'll get mad, and like I, I and I would probably like want to like jump off something <laughs> because of my short because of my short temper. I don't have a short temper, to be honest, but um, but because of my like impatience, I should say. But I think I want to be that with that person. Though. You think you want to be that with the person? You're you are be- you're a better person than I am. No, not because I'm a better person. Because I think I'm I would be a freak out if I'm be alone. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, that if I see a monster, I probably put that neighbor or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that is understandable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, uh, we mentioned that that Splinter um is in here. Shredder's also in here, and like when they first get in there, they start fighting, and then they they, uh, then uh, th- then they separated, and then Shredder gets with Rocksteady, and like I said, we mentioned this earlier, but these aliens who are all about peace and harmony. They suddenly have weapons. Like, for... I don't know what... Because... And, like... Here's what... Here's what's kind of, like... What kind of bothers me. Because... This is an alien ship. There's only three people in this... Alien ship. And, like, you... You would think... That this is, like... More of, like... Uh, for these aliens... This is, like, more of, like... Okay, this is our family trip. This is... A, we're just, like, you know... Oh, we're just driving on... To go on vacation or something like that. And, like, especially... Oh, we left a toy in Earth. We gotta go pick it up. I think they're American alien. Right, they probably are American alien. But like, they had like, because that would be like, okay, we're going on a family trip, you know, just me, my wife, my son. Oh, you know what? Let's bring our weapons with us, like, just in case of something hostile will come. I mean, if you go to another planet, you need your weapon. I guess. I guess you're right. You're you're right, but I would think that cube thing that they had, that like that all they like they used to tie up the people. Uh-huh. I thought that would have been enough, but no, they have blasters. <laughs> that cube thing was cute. Yeah, uh, but, but, but yeah, they they got blasters, and we find out the weakness to the Altarians, by the way, which is mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella cheese makes Altarians go to sleep, and that's why Shredder and Rocksteady were able to escape. And, uh, and then, like... Because uh, have you ever heard, like, that yogurt makes you sleepy? Uh, I've heard turkey makes me sleepy. I've never heard yogurt makes me sleepy. Oh, you never? I've heard milk. You know, and I, 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 because, I guess because yogurt has milk. They're probably the same. Probably the same. Mozzarella I, is also the same. I guess, I guess so. You, you could be right about that. If a, if a group of aliens with six arms come after you, just, just throw some mozzarella in their mouth. <laughs> They'll fall asleep. Thank you, Ninja Turtles, for this... Helpful, big lesson. yeah, this big lesson, exactly. And so, 
whoever's from Earth is not um is out of the spaceship and back into Earth, and they're in uh the uh the the vision center. Uh-huh. Uh and there was a uh there was a scene when the foot soldiers um they they fall into the uh, like into the, like the little hole thing that was in the side the in, in the center of the building. Yes, and then suddenly we saw some kind of like green splash. Right. In, yeah. In the air. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And was like they, they didn't really explain what that green splash was. It was. Just... I thought it means like. Uh, not blood, but whatever they have. Right, maybe, maybe something like that's their oil or something. Like that. You, you could be right. You could be right there. You'd like, it's like whatever, like that's in their robot bodies that could have been like you know the coolant or something. Yes, and then there was another scene that, uh, the foot soldiers they were running, and then suddenly from the building that big thing fall on them. It was very violent. The uh. <laughs> It was. A, I mean, they're robots, so it's not too violent. But they look like human. They they, they do look like human, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, there's that one episode where we saw like the hands cut off and like the arms are like on the ground, and it did look like too human for me. <sighs> I was like, whoa, that kind of look. Wait, but no, I, no, um, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll give you there. But like, yeah. So, they're they're in the building. Um, and then, rocks. So. Roxanne and Shredder, they have, like, the alien weaponry, and, like, the alien repo, repo, weaponry is, like, too, too powerful for the turtles. And they also have force fields. Again, like last week, we have, like, force fields again. Like, you guys remember last week we had, like, the... the yes, yes, yes. The thing that was, like, they trapped the turtle. Like, this time they have the force field, the you know, they have the force field around the around Shredder, and, like, his... Raph was like, oh, let me go after them, and then he couldn't do anything with them. Yes, and uh, and then and then they bring up the child's toy, which is this big black monolith kind of thing. Yeah, it, that was kind of toy was. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, it it's whatever the Altarian toy is. I mean, I, I'm guessing this is something fun for the kid. <laughs> but Raphael has the line is like, wait, I've seen this in a movie before. And I know you don't know this reference because you've never seen this movie, but this is a reference to that monolith is a reference to uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. It's a movie from the 80s. Uh huh. And like that's like like th- all right. If you probably hear the parody, you probably understand because like, it has that big musical number. The da 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 da. Yes, yes, yes. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's. Where that is, that is like what that is based off of. Uh huh. And like, cause what? I think I, I think I saw a, a clip of it too. You probably have seen a clip. I'm sure, like, I'm sure somewhere in your life you've seen a clip of that. Yeah. Right, and that's what that is, but and that's why Raphael has that line. It's like, I've seen this in a movie before. Uh-huh. Right. Also, you're talking about uh, Raphael. In the scene, um, I don't know if I heard it correct, but Raphael. I think Shredder said that I'm invisible. Invincible. Yeah. Invincible. What is invincible? Invincible is like you, basically nothing can harm him. Oh, okay. I thought it was invisible. Oh no no no! And and because Raphael says, "Oh oh, how invincible are you?" And then he goes and tries to run and kick him. Okay, so I understood uh, completely incorrect because I thought that Shredder is saying I'm. In, invisible and uh, Raphael says 
uh, how in invisible in festival you are because <laughs> it came like a uh, he uh, went to uh, punch you right him. right <laughs> that's how I right decoded right. it for myself yeah <laughs> all right Anna learned a new word today it's called invincible <laughs> you should know you know in the in the arcade game uh, Krang says this he after you after you beat Krang in the arcade game uh, he comes in his little he comes out of the uh, entered body and uh, he goes I'm invincible and flies away. <laughs> oh. I just know for some reason uh, English has so many words that they look exactly like each other. It, it, it's very true. So, so we're so this is like one of those Ninja Turtle scenes where like it's like I always feel like this is like where the writers kind of cheat a little because like we get to a point where it looks like there's nothing possible for the turtles to win. And it like it looks like it looks like the there's no way the bad guys can lose, and then all of a sudden their their weapons start to disappear, and like uh, everything starts like just just to to go away. And, yes. And yeah, and then like uh, we see Donatello and Splinter, and they come in and they're like, oh, by the way, they woke up. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, oh, but like, they wake, like, they, they recover really fast. <laughs> like, like, it really was. <laughs> like, it really was like, they probably got to like, oh, we're at page uh, 21. <laughs> oh, man. The episode is only last 22 pages. Oh, we got to write something. <laughs> and that's what it really felt like. <laughs> like, so... Shredder and Rocksteady, they lose their alien weapons. Uh, like they they lose the cube thing, and uh, Bebop is still blasting. Now, what I wrote here is the animators they gave Bebop the alien weapon. Um, and by accident, Bebop should not have the alien weapon at all because he never. Yeah, this. yeah, because he never went into the ship. He had the weapon after the after the Altarians took it back from them. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but he, like, like I said, uh, I, he would, you know, he's supposed to have his own blaster, because, you know, Bebop does have a blaster, and it's just that the, the animators, or the artists, they gave him the wrong one, by accident. Uh-huh. And so, we have that, because of the blast, that the monolith thing is, like, going insane, it's about to, like, um... Uh, it's about to like you know um, end to Earth and like the turtles like oh no what do we do and April's like I got an idea and April like jumps in the hole like okay this is the same hole that the foot soldiers dropped into I might add <laughs> like because we see the foot soldiers go in this hole and then like green stuff flats out yes right April jumps in this hole uh, nothing nothing exactly and and then like I mean and then our our joke little. Uh, thing uh, ending here is that she was like, oh, all kids' toys have uh, batteries in it. And the one thing I wrote is like, when did April know that this was a kid's toy? Because oh, yeah. the only people that knew that this is a kid's toy is Donatello, uh, Rocksteady, probably Splinter, and maybe Shredder. Like, 
mean, the, you know, Splinter always chit chat with April. <laughs> but but Bon Tal and Splinter just got there. It's not like they it's not like they came in there and like, oh by the way, this thing is a kid's toy. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it, it, it's just one of those things that they just kind of like being lazy. Yeah, right? being lazy. Um, By the way, you never talked about uh, the aliens uh, coffee maker. I did not. You want to talk about the alien coffee maker? <laughs> like, because uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what, like, that was like their, their fuel source, wasn't it? Yes, it was like a uh, energy, um, energy power machine that also was working as a as coffee maker. Coffee yes. Maker. Yes, because I, I remember that, like, the... Like, yeah, I remember, like, it was like, oh, this is something so important to us. By the way, it makes coffee, too. I mean, and they made it look like a coffee. It looks like a coffee maker. Yes. Right, exactly. Because even, like, Dantel looks at it and is like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is where your energy comes from? And then, like, they're like, yeah. And you want some coffee to go with it? <sighs> like, yeah, that, that was, like, one of those, like, you know, haha funny lines. Yes. Right. Uh, the, now... This episode, it actually ends... It, this is a rare episode where it ends with, like, the villains. And after it ends with the villains, like, doing something silly, it then ends with the the good guys actually doing something silly. Because normally it's either one or the other. Most of the time it's just the good guys. Yes. Right. But th- this one, like, it has... It, it almost has, like, two endings in this one. And the one thing I wrote about... One thing I wrote about the very end is like April like mentions like she's like oh oh because of her story and like is they're watching her do the news and that's something that's something I do wonder because people who do do the news do you watch yourself doing the news I mean we post we post videos on on YouTube but I rarely watch myself. <laughs> I, after I film it, I'm like, I, I don't need, I'm like, I don't need to see what it was. <laughs> I think maybe when they first start, they probably like are excited and watch it. But then after that, I'm, I'm sure they used to it so much that they don't, they know in their mind, they know how they look like. Right, 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 right. But, but, but yeah, this is like one of those, we see April watching herself on the news. Obviously, obviously it was a recorded segment or else you couldn't be able to do this. Um, or maybe the turtles recorded it and they to watch it together with her. <laughs> but she mentions that um, she mentions like she now has a three-year contract with Channel Six News, and that basically her job is safe <laughs> uh, for at least for the next uh, three years. Uh, parts of me I want to say, parts of me I'm like I wonder is like, oh, is this the show trying to tell us that? that the show's gonna at least go on for three more years, but I'm pretty sure they didn't know that because uh, this was in syndication, and the next three years, the show's actually gonna be on CBS, and I'm pretty sure there was no sort of sort of deal uh, that did that. Um, And then, like, and then the the joke part was that um, Dantel mentions that the aliens are gonna come back in in 3,000 years, and 49.89... Just to let, just to remind you kids that this episode came out in 1989, um, and like Mike is like, oh, let me go make the pizza. He was like, I want to make sure, um, I want to make sure uh, I'm I'm prepared. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh pretty much everything with uh 
Invasion of the Turtle Snatchers. Uh, I just want to add that um, I have to confess that I had more respect for Esperinter in this episode. Uh-huh. Because, uh, I mean, I feel like he's shaping, like, little by little, like a real Esperinter. Like, like a real Esperinter? Hey, we actually got a good fight scene with Splinter and Shredder in this episode. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he, he kicked Shredder. Right, he did. No, 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 I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, you know, I mean, I always, like, you know, I grew up with Splinter, so I always have respect for <laughs> Splinter. But uh, but I do agree with you, like, ever since, like, rewatching these episodes and getting, like, the view of Splinter from your from your view, that, like, uh, he does kind of, like, redeem himself, like, yeah, over here. Yeah, because before he was, like, just creepy, being creepy and doing nothing, but uh, now I see that he's doing stuff. Right. No, I I definitely definitely agree with you there. Um overall overall uh other than the animation of, of this episode, there's nothing too memorable about yeah, it. I it's not it was not it wasn't something that Right, exactly. I mean with like, you know, this this season has forty seven episodes. I mean, you know, not every episode is gonna like be a plot turner or uh, memorable, like, how about a Shredhead or anything like that. Uh, like, you know, you're gonna have, uh, just weird, like, you, you're gonna have, like, some weird plots in here to kind of keep it fresh because you gotta have something different so the kid, the kids to come back to. Yes. Um, like, you know, it's not, like, this wasn't, like, it, it wasn't, like, a terrible episode, but it, it wasn't, like, like, I'm pretty sure, like, a few weeks from now, we're going to forget about this episode. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and, um, and, like, you know, Altarians, like, you know, I'm pretty, like, they never made an action figure of them, and they're probably, they will never make an action figure of them. The aliens? Yeah, the aliens, yeah. I need these, like, these are just some really one-off characters that, like, really doesn't need more screen time. I still think that alien was looked like the troll so much. You know what? I'll I will post a picture comparison and I'll pull the people and see if they <sighs> they feel the same way. Uh, but join us next week. Next week we will be talking about the episode Camera Bunked. Again, about another forgettable character. So if you guys have any uh, questions or memories of, about this episode, be sure to tweet at us at Turtle Recall Pod or email us at Turtle Recall Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you have anything else for us, honey? Not really, but I just I think you have to get that uh, uh, coffee, that alien coffee machine for me. I need to get that alien coffee machine for you? Yes, for the- next for, for next, for next e- episode. For next episode, next episode, I'll get you. Next episode, your coffee will be alien coffee. All right. Yes. Some energy, alien energy coffee, whatever they made. I'll, I'll, I'll contact the Alterians right now, and I'll, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that done. I'll make sure. Also, and I suggest everyone to try that ice cream. Yes, yes, yes. Everyone try that. Try that my mochi ice cream. And my mochi. If you want to like give us samples? We are totally open to that. All right. Until next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. 
Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Rev TV network. Be sure to go to rev.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.